Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. You're with Jeff and Joe with the Reliance Real Estate team. And speaking of team or Reliance Real Estate, we now have rebranded ourselves. We are now the Reliance Real Estate Radio. Ooh. Mm, I know. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why we haven't been around. Right. Getting ready for that. So we want to be the knowledge brokers in the area and uh, hopefully worldwide. And bring some value. And bring some value. That's right. Uh, Joe, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, since we've seen a lot of this going on right now, um, and we did a lot of it last year as well, uh, we're, we're going to dive into multiple counters and just uh, some buyer-side selling tips uh, or um, writing tips and some seller-side tips as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to dive in? or? Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. dive in. Uh, we're going to talk about the buyer-side first, right? Yeah. Uh, for people that are looking for houses... And you're going to experience a multiple offer situation. And we're going to teach you some things you could do to uh, make your offer stand out from the best. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So I think uh, the first thing that you need to do is you need to get uh, a great lender. A you local need, lender. You need to get pre-approved. You need to get pre-approved. You need to get pre-approved. Just saying. (laughs) Yes, because you're going to have to present a pre-approval there. But... Uh, let's say that you do have that, but you're going to want somebody locally. Mm-hmm. You don't want to fly by night mortgage company that you could do on the app because they're not going to pull all the information that they really need to get you that pre-approval letter. Yeah. It's not going to be bulletproof. It's not going to be bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And when sellers see that, and that's my point is when sellers see that, that it is from an app. An application. You don't talk with somebody, right, or an unknown unknown lender, they may put your offer to the side and look at other people. Yeah, they're going to get cold feet Mm -hmm. moving forward, right? Right, right. Because sellers want to make sure that they're going to the closing table, right? They may have movers uh, lined up. You know, Mm -hmm. they're trying to move into into their new property. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they want to make sure that they're closing on time. I think number two, if you can make your deadlines a little bit shorter... That's probably a good idea. Yeah, find out what your industry standards are and kind of see if you adjust can those. Manipulate that a little bit, yeah, in, in a good way. For so, for example, there is the home inspection. Uh, a lot of times, that's the first one we hit, right? Yeah, that's the first. Much. That's the first deadline. Mm-hmm. Well, besides artist money, right? But that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the home inspection deadline in our industry here in Wisconsin is between 14, 15 days. You you, you see that back and forth, right? You could get it done in the first week. You can, you, yeah. So eight ten days. Eight ten days. As long as you reach out and let let your mm-hmm. uh, your home inspector, you know, the couple that you maybe use, let them know if you know if they're available certain dates. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. could even call before you go out. Right. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they we want to do that is sellers when they accept an offer, their off their home kind like it comes off the market in a way where it shows that it has an accepted offer Mm -hmm. that's when showings start to decline or not happen at all Mm -hmm. and while that time you're on the market they're losing out on opportunities if something were to happen so that's why they like shorter deadlines yep uh let's see so next would be oh your your um appraisal and Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Loan commitment, I think, you know, going back to using that local lender and reaching out and seeing, hey, if I did get the home inspection done right away, can I lower my dates and deadlines from the Mm -hmm. industry norm, you know, whether whatever that is, 30, 35 days, anywhere in there, right, is pretty much industry norm. Can I lower that to a 20 or 25 day? Yeah. 
There are lenders that 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 can do that. Mm-hmm. We have our local lenders that we work with, and we know that they are able to do that. Yeah, and and it case by case basis, each buyer mm-hmm. might be a little different. True. So, hey, can you get this done for this buyer? Right. And knowing that ahead of the time, or ahead of the game, can help you adjust those dates and deadlines, just like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think another cool thing you you could do is um, reach out to the sellers. You your agent will call. And they will ask, "What are some things that you'd like to see on the offer?" Yeah, uh, the like biggest one is. Yep, yeah. that's that. That's the biggest one is okay. the closing date. Because what they right, have, right out of yeah, yeah you did. You. Yeah, that's okay though. <laughs> uh, I, that's that's. I mean, if if they want a specific closing date, yeah, we're shooting for this date. Uh, it could be for personal reasons. It could be because they're finding another house. They want yeah, a little bit longer closing date, right? Yeah. And if you do that before you even submit the offer. You've already got your foot in the door. You've already right, right. Ooh, Ooh hey, you you're already appealing to the seller, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and you're creating what I think you're going to talk about next is you're you're creating communication between that listing agent and yourself as a buying yeah. agent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're reaching out ahead of time, saying, "Is there anything that the seller is looking for?" Yeah. Oh, they're leaving the pool table. Is that okay? We need a certain closing date. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's what we needed to know to be able to write a good offer that's going to, you know, really play on the good side of your right. seller. Well, that's another thing is communication. I mean, you said it yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times have we've gotten offers in our email and uh, we had no idea it was coming well, in, number one. Yeah, an hour later. Right. Your, your dinner with your family. Yeah. You know, I'm taking my dogs out for a walk. <laughs> dinner, I have no dinner idea with your wife. Yeah. Right, I mean, right. there's no idea it's there, and you know, there's no phone call, there's no text, no, no nothing. Well, that's that's the thing. It's, it's just really weird. Um, <laughs> sellers, when you are competing, and let's say that you have two offers that are absolutely identical, mm-hmm. okay, um, but the agent's like, this agent has been really, he's he's talking to me, he's he communicates with me, he's very professional. Mm-hmm. But then this agent over here, I really haven't heard from them. Mm-hmm. They submitted the offer, heard nothing. Uh, they didn't ask what we wanted. Um, they're going to go with that other offer because of the communication. Yeah, when I used to work with buyers, um, it, it was, oh, you have the intent to want to write an offer on this property? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull the comps. I'm going to draft something up, and then I'll give you a call to go over it. Yeah. And in the meantime, I'm calling the listing agent and saying, hey, what are the dates and deadlines that you'd like to see? Is mm-hmm. there anything that I need to know about the property? Um, yeah. Anything else you can tell me? I'm going to be writing an offer most likely. I'm going to regroup with them afterwards once I get home and or back to the office, and I'm going to write an offer, and if they decide to go ahead and sign it, we'll send it over, and I'll give you another phone call. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's how it should happen, not just a blind, oh, we're just going to write an offer because... Maybe there's something you need to know about the property or a different closing date that you're not aware of, or maybe mm-hmm. the sellers need to find a property. So we need an, it's a 60 day closing. That's, yeah. you know, so the, all those for, things come in. This is for agents too. I mm-hmm. mean, agents that are listening, you should be communicating with that seller all yeah, the time. Please, please. We want to know. I yeah. like the phone call ahead yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It speaks volumes mm-hmm. when you do that. Yeah. Uh, I think lastly, one of the cool little tips and tricks that you could do oh, yeah. is... Uh, I got the, a good story for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is the love letter. Mm-hmm. Um, the love letter, it's just for buyers. Or, or a letter of intent. A letter of intent, yeah. yeah. It doesn't always have to be love. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, what it does is uh, the letter includes a little bit about yourself, so you're getting a little bit personal, uh, and then describing things about the house that you love about and why you want to move in there mm-hmm. okay uh don't talk about price don't talk about uh reasons for 
why you should pick me over them. It's just or that personal. you're going to renovate the entire house. Right, right. <laughs> it's just it's just about yourself and how much you love the house. Right, S- sweet and simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what that does is once again, when you have an identical offer, two identical offers, one that didn't have a love letter and one that did, they may choose yours. Right. What, what, what's your story? Uh, I don't know if you remember, as a, a client's a couple years back in Muskego. Um, it was they were newlyweds. They had just gotten married, and uh, she was, um, I believe, pregnant at the time. And they found a house they loved right in, in the Muskego area, which mm-hmm. um, was awesome because I believe he was a police officer. Oh yeah, that's Muskego, right. Or, um, yeah. A fire, fire yeah, investigator, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, one or the other. I can't remember. I thought he's police, but no, no, he's a firefighter. Yeah, as well. no, no, he's a firefighter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, they wrote a letter, you know, stating that he he works in the area and he was a firefighter, and they had a picture of them and their dog, and then the baby bump, right, mm-hmm. and saying, you know, we loved your house, and we loved the yard, and we loved this, that, and the other, and there's a few things they put in there, and they, they actually wanted to How do this How can before. you say no to that? Right, and these people that owned it lived there for 25 years, so they loved all those things about the house, too, and that's why they bought it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of married them together and was like, oh, and we want to grow our family here, by the way. Like, oh, my gosh. You yeah. know, that really just played on like you said on their heartstrings i mean because that's why they fell in love with the property mm-hmm. this is why these people fell in love with the property they grew their family there now they're going to grow their family there so that was just it was a, a amazing you know yeah. what i mean yeah absolutely and so just a quick before we well, we'll sum this up before we dive into the sellers but basically uh, if you can write a love letter uh if you can shorten up your dates and deadlines you and once yeah. again talk with your local lender and once again local lender mm-hmm. okay you don't want to fly by night mortgage company um what, what else did i miss um make sure the communication is there and the, and the communication with the listing agent yeah absolutely um, i mean communication with everybody you're touching local lender uh the mm-hmm. listing agent making sure everybody's on the same page you could even reach out to your inspector and make sure there's dates available if you're going to do it in 10 days yeah with the inspector of choice absolutely. or have a backup inspector well well prepared mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah all right, well, let's dive into the sellers. Because de- sellers, I mean, yes, it's super exciting. You just got six offers, but it can be very o- overwhelming. Oh, it's. I mean, it, it's really exciting because you're, you know, if you're putting a date out there where we're going to review them by and you're receiving all these different offers. Uh, we just had a scenario where we had six and two came in that morning, right? How many before showings we sat do we down. have? Uh, there was 22 on that one <laughs> in, in literally five days. So, by the way, people, this is another podcast, but briefly, this is in February. And we're getting oh, was, tons of showings. It was and tons in of, the middle of a snowstorm. I don't. I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. They Twice. were going through. Yeah, with one <laughs> of the. I'm telling you, people. Uh, sellers, if you're looking to sell, it, it's a good time. I mean, it was neat because our buyer agent, Joseph, was there like shoveling the pathway for people to get yeah. in. Yeah, because the, the people that usually do the awesome. shoveling weren't, weren't able to get there yeah. for this property because it was vacant. Right. So, like... It's, it's crazy. Yeah. No, no it's crazy. Uh, but that's a different podcast. But we'll continue with... Yeah, so seller side tips on multiple offers. I think the biggest one that I can bring up is we actually break them down into a spreadsheet um, that we use to look at all the pertinent information that's in the in each offer. So you know, from the price um, to the um, the earnest well, money, earnest money to the dates and deadlines, all yeah. the contingencies, yeah. whether the loan is... Do um, we have shall or should not have the right to cure? Yeah. Very important. That's uh, another thing you need to ask your agent. Is it a cash offer? Is it a cash offer? Is right. it FHA? Is it conventional? Is there 20% down, 5% down? 3% down, mm-hmm. right. And then it, we also call the lenders 
um, which is the next one. So make sure you have a conversation with the lender. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also, we do call them to find out why are they in that loan program. Right. Uh, Can you close, can you make these dates work? Mm Because you are shortening the dates that we're looking at. Right, verify. So, So we're actually verifying that what's being put on that paper can actually be done by the lender. And it's not just the agent putting it down thinking, oh, we're gonna give you these good dates. You know, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Um, the next one is, re- I mean, we kind of touched on it, but the right to cure. Mm-hmm. Um, are they giving the seller the power to cure anything that comes up on inspection? Should I should I explain? Yeah, go ahead. So, <clears throat> in the offer, and this is in Wisconsin. I don't know about others, but I'm pretty sure there's a similar clause in different states. But in Wisconsin, here um, under the inspection, you can have the right or shall or shall not have the right to cure uh it doesn't mean that they can't come back and say i want to make changes if it does say shall not have the right to cure Mm -hmm. right you can always still negotiate that Mm -hmm. but if it says shall not have the right to cure buyers are able to say oh the one outlet wasn't grounded properly and they could just back out of the offer Mm -hmm. altogether technically yeah technically just Mm -hmm. off of one thing Mm -hmm. when the sellers it's uh it's something simple to grab an electrician and do that, uh, but it it's it it gives them an easier out. Right. For our clients, for our sellers, we like to make sure that we have the right to cure at all possible, or as as many times as, as we can get it. Okay, because that negates that. Right. right? We don't want that um, when the seller will probably be willing to do that. It's kind of like the earnest money. It just show, shows that you're more vested in making mm-hmm. that work right. with the seller. Right. Right. Now, now for your buyers, if you do, if it does say shall have the right to cure, it doesn't mean you still can't negotiate anyways. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if nobody could still agree on terms, you could still walk away. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a big one. Um, one that we find that's happened a lot lately is the the offer price they think if we just throw a higher number at the seller that they're going to pick it because everybody wants more money right and i think we touched on it before that love letter it really you know they they accepted it even though it might not have been maybe the highest price offer mm-hmm. because they had a connection with those buyers right yeah. um or the type of loan whether it's mm-hmm. cash, mm-hmm. so I have zero contingencies or maybe one or two contingencies versus the other one, you know, if it's conventional yeah. or FHA, um, the lender. Yeah. Maybe the lender is a little bit better or it's a local lender versus, you know, a non-local lender mm-hmm. of somebody I've never heard. Um, and it's, you know, even if it's $1,000 off, the seller might be in better hands with this person versus that person. Right. So is maybe a couple grand worth it? Worth when, not making it, yeah. When the, let's say it's an FHA Mm-hmm. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that, but there is more hoops to jump through. There's a FHA. few extra contingencies depending mm-hmm. on the property that right. you may or right. may not. Right. Uh, or a conventional, which it tends to go a little bit smoother. Mm-hmm. So that definitely, you know, you need to factor in all other parts of the offer. And that's where agents come in. We, we, we dive into every situation right? so that we give you the best yeah, we okay. play out each scenario for each one of those columns that we have in our offer spreadsheet and what what's the best case scenario for you. Right. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, offer price doesn't always matter. Um, the bank or lender, I, and we touched on that a few times using a local lender or just, you know, really who you're doing your business with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so just making sure that they are a vested somebody that's been in the business and that's what they do right oh yeah i mean we get asked all the time have you ever worked with this this bank mm-hmm. sometimes we haven't and we don't know mm-hmm. sometimes we haven't but we've even had the mortgage officer reach out mm-hmm. and say hey i know my buyers just wrote an offer if you need anything you give me a call now that mm-hmm. speaks volumes it does and then uh, we have no problem telling the sellers that right because the sellers want a smooth closing if we can bring them a smooth closing that's a win-win yeah, we have to try to control all the variables that we possibly can, and it's very hard to do mm-hmm. that when it, we're relying on another agent and a loan officer. Right. So we have to try to do our best in basically uh, going through the hiring process and just kind of giving much. them a quick, um, you know, how long have you been doing this? What does that loan look like? How, what type of buyers are these? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what, why are, have why, you pulled credit? Why this type of loan program? Yeah, have you pulled credit is huge because there are banks out there that don't. Which in, is why until after when they do their underwriting after the appraisal, Mm -hmm. which is wild because um, I kind of want that ahead of time. Yeah, because that'll kill a deal immediately. Right away. Yeah. (laughs) Right away. Um, We do have in here closing date just because we want to touch on that. I know as far as the buying side goes, um, you know, you want to call, but, you know, the seller likes to be in control of that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, When's a good time for them to close because they're moving either out of their house into another one or... Um, that kind of stuff. So they need a proper amount of time to be able to remove all their items from the house. Yes. And sellers, I mean, when you have multiple offers on the table, really think about that closing closing date. You don't have to just accept right away that one if you have multiple offers. Mm-hmm. They all could be similar, but the closing dates could be different. Uh, mm-hmm. You could also do a multiple counter to all different types of, uh, or all of those offers to see if you could get the closing that that you want. Right. Doesn't necessarily that you're going to lose out if you do make that counter for a closing date that suits you. Right. Um, next is, you know, and this kind of goes with the offer price doesn't always matter, but can the home actually appraise for that price? That's huge. And, you know, me and you, we really do our job when it comes to pricing the property. Mm-hmm. We do give a range. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we have seen countless times where sellers accept a super high offer just because it looks appealing. Mm-hmm. There's troubles all the way throughout it. And then you hit the appraisal and it comes back down right to the list price right. that we were at. So maybe it's not always good to pick the highest price. Not all the or, time. Or maybe to counter that with can the seller or can the buyer come to the no, t- closing see, table that's with That's a big deal. Right. With and the you extra can do funds. That. Right. You can do that. You could say, listen, we'll accept this higher price. Mm-hmm. But you have to come to the tables with the funds, and you got to verify those funds. Right. Because that's all great. I mean, you could offer a million dollars right, <laughs> on a on $150,000 property, sure. but it's not going to appraise at that price. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we, and we have to be within range. And having a good listing agent that understands right. where we can sell your property and what it's worth and right. actually pulling correct uh, comparables. Because first, we have to sell it to that agent and then to their buyer, right? Mm-hmm. Though You could call that two separate sales or one sale together because we're selling both of them on the house. Right. Um, but then we have to sell it to the bank as as the appraiser coming through so mm-hmm. i mean just the, you have to do your due diligence and ensure that it is going to make it to the closing table at that price right right absolutely that's huge um and then the last one is really we kind of touched on this on the buying side i want to really bring it back to the selling side as listing agents that mean you are yeah i want a phone call or a text and it's really agent responsiveness and communication are they reaching out to us are they keeping us in communication or in the loop have they asked us what the seller's needs are Mm -hmm. up front or even let us know that 
they will be writing or that there is an email or you know an email with a with right. an offer in it in my email box right mm-hmm. um and then you know as far as just letting us know about the buyers right maybe they're creating the love letter for you in the email mm-hmm. these are buyers they're pre-approved um you know with a local lender um they've been searching for uh, you know two months haven't been able to find the right house and they fell in love with this one mm-hmm. uh please verify that you received the offer i'm going to follow up with a text real quick every time that we write an offer mm-hmm we will email or have a phone conversation with the agent and letting them know, hey, I wrote you an email. I just want to let you know I'm on a team. I've got multiple people on my team, so it's not just going to be me that you're dealing with. If Mm -hmm. I'm gone, Mm -hmm. you have somebody to be able to pick it back up. Mm -hmm. Uh, We communicate all the time. Just like those things, and it's reassuring. And agents out there, if you're doing that, you're going to win more offers. Right. That's all I got. I mean, we could probably pull out a, a bunch of other ones. And if anybody has any other tips that they want to include, um, you know, feel free to email us or yeah. drop them in, yeah. in the links below. It's depending email? on, um, it is Reliance Real Estate Radio at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also go on our YouTube page. Yep. We do have a shortened version of this on video form where you can drop your um, um, comments. comments below mm-hmm. or you can check us out on Instagram. Yep, which uh, is what's our Instagram handle? Reliance Real Estate Radio. Okay. Probably to keep it simple for them. Right. <laughs> uh, but you can drop your comments in there as well on each one of our podcasts that we do, each one of our videos that we do, any of the photos that we have. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll definitely, you know, talk more about this and uh, any ideas or insights that you guys have that you've seen work in your market, uh, let us know. Yeah, we're very excited, uh, and uh, there will be more podcasts to come. Uh, Thank you very much for your time, and uh, have fun out there. Have fun. Write some offers. Write some offers.